0: Hello, welcome to Scott and Paul's Alan podcast. Hello. I'm hello, here As always, my good friend, fellow Fraser fan, Paul Brown. Hello. And we're back once again, catching up on the Fraser that we've uh, we've missed, and we're finally finishing season four. As I was saying to Paul before we started, we're finally at the end. I don't know, like, something against Season 4, but it felt, like, so long than the other seasons because, say we had the couple of months where we couldn't do shows. Because, like, I remember doing the first episode of Season 4 It feels like, so long ago, I can't even remember when we yes, did it. This,
1: this, this season of reviews what we know as the Coronavirus season. <laughs>
0: Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast, Virus Edition. So, yeah, we've been doing, mostly some wrestling. Uh, we were doing Starkey two weeks ago, and then last week, you'll have heard us talking about because I wanted to thought last week you will have heard us talk about the cruiserweight match and how good it was <laughs> <laughs> it was a good match but how I thought I wanted to do that show eventually at one point I should have mentioned the episode where I wanted to do that episode at some point because yeah. Paul had the tape of it but I thought since we're doing a shit WCW thing, we should be fair, we should balance it do some actual good yeah. WCW because I know not being a WCW kid it's hard to differentiate what the actual good WCW really is Yeah, but for me, I really thought that was that was it very much.
1: Yeah.
0: And I will say, Scott,
1: mm-hmm. out of all my friends and family that I told of that I had mm-hmm. Bash at the Beach ninety six on tape, mm-hmm. you were the only friend that saw how important that very fact was. <laughs> Thank you, well, how Scott.
0: M- how many people are also as big a wrestling fan as you are though? So. <laughs> very true. Mm-hmm. I told I told I told my mother, she went, meh. I I'm I told fr- I told my boy, he <laughs> went, meh. I told Brian. Well, why did you tell the boy? The boy would un- to be too young to understand. Yes, I told Brian. He mm. went, meh. Yes, but I am a, a self-recognised wrestling smart hearse. Yes.
1: Yes. So, and all the importance of having that tape. Of course. Like that I spent months upon months trolling eBay for. Well,
0: I'm glad I could be there for you, Paul. Thank you, Scott. Thank <laughs> you. It well, means a lot. Well, sorry, we, t- we said everything and more. About WCR Bash of Each last week. I think we're in two and a half hours. Both when I was finished editing that. <laughs> uh, but we're back here talking about Fraser, and I was actually surprised uh, when editing the episode we did a couple weeks ago. Hour and fifteen there and thereabouts when we're doing th- three episodes. So I think as far as like our history, all very very concise, especially for a triple review. Oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> i I've listened to double reviews or even single episode reviews that haven't been as concise as those were. <laughs> So let's hopefully, let's, go, let's try and go for two for two and hopefully not jinx ourselves now that I've already mentioned how succinct we were. We'll be at it for days. I know. It's been 84 years.
1: And we still haven't reviewed the first one yet.
0: <laughs> let's talk about the first episode we're doing, shall we? It's the second last episode of Season 4, Ask Me or No Questions. Or if you questions. will, it's an ultimate. yes. Very good word. Thank you. <laughs> you losing big words. Well, it is fresh. we're reviewing. Of course. Uh, <laughs> so we start in Caffeine divorce. so the opening card comes up the question because we don't always talk about the wee bits that come in between yeah, yeah. but I'll be mentioning them here because they, they play a big part they, play, in this. they do play a big part
1: in this episode
0: so you have Niles and Fraser sitting having coffee and we find out later in the episode this apparently been a month or so since the last episode because Frasier not only a month ago she served you divorce papers so yeah. it's a significant amount of time past three episodes the last episode Mm. More, more so than most episodes because you assume that's just like the following week or something like that but no as you say we, we start in the cafe and they're sitting
1: surprisingly quietly from those two we're not in the middle of some big discussion they're just sitting sipping their coffee mm-hmm. and Niles turns to Frasier and goes do you think Maris
0: and I are meant to be together Frasier kind of just pauses and then just feeds like, to black goes, he goes back to sipping his coffee because it's it becomes clear that Niles didn't get an answer at that point in time because yeah I don't think Frazier really would know knew what to say. And I think, yeah, I still think he doesn't when we, we hear him talk about it later. Yeah. So uh, it's a weird, very interesting way to kind of open the show. And so we feed the black and we got to the apartment. Yeah. The next day, Martin's there and Daphne's got him this uh, gift. <laughs> and she got him this uh, cardigan. And he's like, What's the occasion? Oh, no occasion, just a gift. We can't just give him a gift for no reason. Yes, I can. Yeah. Come on, just take it. But, but, but what, why are you giving me it's Like You're taking all the fun out of this. Let me give you a couple of bucks for it. Like, uh, she gives him this like swear, like, "Oh jeez, I need to myself." Oh jeez, <laughs> like he's trying to get, pre- like, give us money for like money. It was a gift. Let me get, like you said, a couple of bucks for the yarn. At least, because like he just doesn't like the idea of just like not. He doesn't not- like the idea of getting a gift for no reason. Mm-hmm. Which is just a weird idea. Like, yeah. Like, like, I was gonna say, what happens in his birthday because he doesn't give everybody anything, but I was like. Also, that's a special occasion, i say yeah. but there's no occasion here no. I, like, like, I, I can, agree with what Fraser says coming up. Mm-hmm. Like Fraser uh Martin it just seems weird, like, he doesn't like the idea of someone just giving him something out of the blue and kind of said that Daphne's just being nice. Just being Daphne. And Frazier comes in and you know, he's all white, he's a uh, squash outfit. Mm. And, like you ask him where Nails is if he's gone, like, no, like I've been waiting on that for twenty minutes, we're gonna miss our game. Uh, Frazier asks, What's that? And Martin's like all angry Oh no, like a oh, Daphne game in this sweater. You don't sound so pleased about it. Oh, well, you don't just give people things or nothing. It's not how it's done. And virtually, spontaneous gift giving is one of the big, great joys of life. Didn't my give you anything unexpectedly? Yeah, you. Where do you think I got the rule from? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh Niles comes in, he's on the phone to Manus. Mm. It's weird how, I know they've been going to counseling and all that. But it's weird how, like you said, a month after she tried seven divorce papers in, he went to the house and she'd basically edit him out with some painting. Mm. Uh, they're on the phone as if they're madly in love, like, yeah, we're all no. Doffy. like no, you. Oh, no, I miss you more. No, I miss you more. Now you have the cuter laugh and all that. They're on, mm. and then Martin just gets up. Where are you going? I'm gonna go walk into the ocean. <laughs> and then Fez just waiting for Nelson off the phone so they can make their game. So then he goes, "Hold on, hold on, Marissa, I'm getting called." And they're like, "Oh, get the hell off the phone." That's well, a bit rude, I man. And they start arguing over the phone while they're in the same room. <laughs> And, and Fraser kicks his and hangs up. He's like, how dare you hang up on me? Uh, so Fraser realises the ridiculousness of the situation, so hangs up the phone and like, how dare you? <laughs> how, the facial expressions from David Hyde and how <laughs> affronted he is. <laughs> and then he gets back, oh, all calmly, darling, I have to go. I miss you too. I'll count the minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and Fraser's like, well, we've officially missed our game. Like, well, I I like a good game as much as this guy, but surely you should be happy that I'm trying to fix my marriage. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, I was just looking forward to playing. And then uh, N- Nails brings up the fact, like, well, you didn't really answer me in the uh, in the golf show. Like, do you think we're meant to be the good? like, well, what do you think? Oh, I hand you a question and you clumsily bet it back to me. Hardly, miss our Game at all. Like, think it. If you were God and you were the omni-ruler the, the of all beings, like, oh, Nails, I don't like playing God. <laughs> Nails just laughs like, at <laughs> But <laughs> seriously, <laughs> and we honestly—we've talked about Frieza's ego a lot on yeah. this show, so I think we can see why Nails is laughing. Yeah, and we get to see a quite a bit of Frieza's ego later on. Nails, I'm like, come on, do you really think we're meant to be together and all that? And uh, Nails ends up getting a, a phone call again from Maris. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, darling, I'm sure what you're hearing, banging your hearing is just from the pipes. If one of the servants really got." Blocked in when during the remodel, he would have died weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> if really puts you really put your and you can have Mara call roll call. Yes. <laughs> um, right then, so, uh, and I was just double checking my notes in case I'm mistaken. Yeah. Like, and go, hold on, I'm getting another phone call. Hello, get out. <laughs> 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 uh, and we cut back to the best We don't hear who he's got he's been on the phone to. Yeah. Udger, so it's he's, him he's wrapped up his show, and. Ross comes in and goes, Your brother called again. And he's like, oh, he must be really looking for. Answer to that damn question. Oh, actually, so he called you say said, Why until meeting was cancelled. What question? And then he tells her. And yeah. Ross's solution is basically C yes, because like, you're basically telling him what he wants to know. because, My experience, a question like that, they don't want your own answer, they just want reassurance. So the idea of that, Nails thinks they're maybe together and just wants Faser to reassure them in that yeah. decision. But you can see where she's coming from. Like, it's like, the question, do I look fat in these pants? So there's only. He goes, oh yeah, you're right. There's only one answer to that. Like, what? Oh, there's no next answer to that. Like, what? Do they? Like, yeah. I work out every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pattern, I tell you, <laughs> or something like that. Like, no. Yeah. Rather, I'm not saying you look fat. I'm just I'm agreeing with you, what you're saying. And then uh, there's like a oh, Elise, I think your name is, mm. for promotions. He's waving to the 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 bus window and to how they've got a date. Like. Really, and then she comes in and she's all like flirty. She's like, yeah. Rose points out that she was touching her hair. Like, "Oh God, she is so into you." <laughs> really? She might as well slingshot her panties to you across the room. Like, "Oh, I'm really looking forward to it, Frazier. <laughs> like, hmm. she was a very attractive woman, very slender. And like, "Oh, I wonder why you went there." Because you stand next to me, right? I hate these pants. Maybe you look at the Liberty Bell, <laughs> The Liberty. <laughs> and so, so I, connect- I can see Rose's pain. I could get like that, like, you know. <laughs> I, I could... No, it's a lack of gas at that statement. <laughs> the, uh... So the tableclark then comes up, so the answer is yes with a question mark. Yeah. Because obviously the idea is that it looks like Fridges is just going to say yes to Nails. And we've got to a part where Martin is given trying to get that from this big, like, basket of, like, lotions and, like, bath sets and all that. Mm. And, uh... She goes, there like, well, oh, why don't you put the mail next to that? Next to that? Like, well, oh, it's just a... It's like, yeah, like, do you want anyone else here uses the eucalyptus oil? Mm-hmm. Well, your son sometimes. Like, I ah, do <laughs> Man just cuts it off right there. like, yeah, yeah, I don't even know that. As soon as he asks that question, I immediately think, like, she's going to mention Fraser, isn't she? <laughs> she's like, you yeah, got your essential oils, that you got this, and he goes, and you got that thing for scrubbing dead feet at the bottom of your feet. She just looks at him like, well, if you're going to take a nap on the, the couch, wear slippers. <laughs> and, uh... Like you spent too much, all right? I'll take a couple of things. No, no, no. Like, no, you take a couple. I'll take this, this, and then you go take something. Like, else. No, like, no, not no, no, not that.
1: Oh, definitely, just take the damn basket.
0: And like you spend all of them. Like, I can, you can give me a gift, but I can't give you one. Is that what this is all about? And then, like, she like the idea of him giving him something because yeah. you feel like he has to, to start this argument. Like, <laughs> like, why are you so ungrateful? I'm not ungrateful. I love my cardigan. I love my. I, love, pa- my, I, I love my, basket. I love, I love my, my, my
1: damn cardigan.
0: Well, here, have it. Thank you. And Peter comes in, what's happening? Oh, we're or, just exchanging our damn gifts. Well, there you go. Thank you. Thank God, you. It's like Christmas in the Gambino home. <laughs> I think you're under sale and how he says it, like, something. My God. Because Christmas one in the Gambino household. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that the, the over exaggeration yeah. of some words that Kelsey Armour's able to and his big gravitas voice. Because morning one in the Gambino household. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there you go. Thank you very much. <laughs> And uh, Martin's says about her nails wind again, and like, Vegas again, first like, God, he really wants to know my answer. I'm just going to tell him yes. And uh, like, Martin says, like, you got to keep your big bazoo shut, because you know, you always getting in trouble. When I that big bazoo of yours. Oh, how wonderful that. We've just found another word to scratch from your vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Mar- Fraser says, I'm just going to say yes, because I'm going to tell him what he wants to hear. And then uh, Martin says, you know, he does take your opinion very seriously. He goes, you know, we always come to you for advice. Where he do his masters, where he studies his practice. Like, hmm, I forgot how much my opinion may matter to him. I might mean, be most it's a more important question he's asked me. Like, he's been way too much stalking his opinion. And mm. Maren goes, well, I wouldn't go that far. Quiet, Dad. You don't know what it's like to have your opinion matter. he's <laughs> a really harsh thing you to see. And then again, fucking full ego mode. As soon as you realise how important this is. Uh, yeah. he's all Because like, obviously I think the answer should be No. Yeah, given their history, like, and plus the, the stuff that we haven't seen also that Frasier would have experienced for how long they've been together. Yeah. Like, Mars and so surely Frasier should say no, but, like, again, he was considering Nels' feelings and everything, and, like, he's measuring the evidence, like, and he thought about how she's always treated him unfairly and the shit she's done in the past, but, like, Nels insists she's changed, so he's trying to weigh up the facts. Hmm. And uh, while he's talking, Martin gets up and leaves to go get the paper. He comes back in, He comes back in Just as Vee goes You agree Dad? Oh yeah totally <laughs> Does he even He's wonder Because he just wandered Over to the window So he's back He's just yeah, not he's even realised He's not realized, paying attention He's not even noticed That Martin is gone <laughs> Are you noticing How much we're firing Through this episode already?
1: Yeah It's a good episode I
0: was wondering Are we going too fast here? Or? I don't think
1: so I think we're doing good
0: Yeah I hope people can keep up Keep up people <laughs> I'm not saying that negative, I just don't want to be like I'm talking too fast that people can't keep up with. You're doing
1: fine, you're excited.
0: I know. So, no, figure goes, Okay, get an honest answer. And he goes straight to the source. So, we cut to Nervosa, and the uh, Witcher comes over to and asks if he's very orderly. Sorry, oh, right, I'm just waiting on somebody. And then a
1: very slender, very slender woman <clears> comes <throat> in the door, and from the briefest seconds, I'm
0: sure all the fans of the team thought, oh, Maris. I know, because, like, even looking at this woman, she doesn't. There's some things that we've heard about Maris that don't really f- suit this woman. But like, if they were ever going to cast somebody as Maris, I think this woman looks the closest yeah. to what you, the best you could possibly get. Because she's like got sunglasses on her face, is kind of this weird hood thing on, she's and she, pale. she's she's very pale. She's very like skinny, but not like not really to the degree that we've heard them. Yeah, I don't think anybody's physically that. But who? Thin- who-
1: who comes in behind
0: her? Like, then she comes in, like, she's waving. It looks like she's waving Frasier again. We all think, is, Ma- is this Maris? Like, I'll really yeah. love to fake Because then she wanders him and then we just up, Marta! <laughs> As uh, the mage comes in. I've got
1: to say, one of my favourite characters in Frasier over the years, even though she only had little teeny parts, mm-hmm. loved Marta.
0: Well, she's always, it just goes to how well she when they had her, because, like, her with her pronouns and her mispronunciation during the, the fencing episode... Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, martyr, and your pronouns. <laughs> and uh, she's she's talking about the English lessons she's been getting with. Uh, I, I did not steal your shoes. Shoes. My shoes. <laughs> I think there may be something lost in translation. Vanguard. Oh yes, that's what we need. Now it's a fourth language. But yeah, she comes in. She's talking about the English lessons she's been getting. Like this coffee, most delightful. At at last, so de <laughs> <laughs> and then she was asking about how Mars has changed like yeah she's much happier she's much nicer to everyone and no it's, more happy pills uh, this time no happy pills <laughs> like and she's like and she and please make Mr. Crane come back <laughs> and like, she thinks that she he asked her do you think that she would treat Niles better and she says yeah like, please make him come home mm. and like it seems like he's, his mind's been put at ease by Martha and she goes like and then again these English lessons yeah. Then she gets that like she has a to-, to do a and She like call me, mean it. And <laughs> she walks away. And and uh, comes Daphne at the point, and she's like, what's she doing? And she like, she was telling about how she thinks marriage changing, and she's like wants Nels to come back. And Daphne kind of puts more doubt in Fraser's I mind, mean, just as he's been put. He's like, yeah, like maybe she, of course she would say that. Like why? Well, maybe she's got an ulterior motive. Maybe it's because like Doctor Kane do a good buffer between her and the staff, which. Wasn't without merit because uh, main of the episode where Miles goes to leave, and they are like, "Can we come too?" Yeah. Well, say so again, she has claimed that she's changed, and, and Fezzer goes, "Hmm, it occurred to me that Marta may have an interior motive." <laughs> and again, Fezzer, as usual, overthinking things as he does. Because originally he was just gonna tell me what he wants to hear, but now that he has to, like, he was like, "You should just give his proper opinion." Yeah. That sends him like spiraling. And now he sits down at the table and starts thinking still and talking out loud again, thinking that Daphne's there. But then Daphne spots somebody that she knows. Mm. So she wanders off to Go whole yeah, time and then she goes to get her, her coffee into the counter. Yeah. And then I think she's completely forgotten about Frasier. And she goes to walk past him as she's leaving and he goes, Don't you agree, Daphne? Oh, yes, certainly. Mm. <laughs> so Frasier's then weighing up the, the pros and going, like, Well, he says she has changed. And mm. so again, he's, no, he's talked to Martha, Rose, Daphne. And talk to basically everyone that it could possibly matter and he hasn't come to a decision yet. Mm-hmm. Although, why wouldn't he talk to Maris though? Because the tease that that's who he's going to talk to. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? You don't have to show Maris, but like, Fraser knows Maris. He knows where she the list because he broke into her house the last episode.
1: Yeah. I mean, they don't technically even need to show the conversation between
0: them. Well, yeah, I'm sure he's got a number somehow yeah. that he can talk to. Yeah, it's just a, a weird thing I was thinking. Anyway, uh then this poor woman. I feel so bad for her. Yeah, Fraser goes on his date with this Elise, still having all this trauma in his head. Like well, he's, he's all played and She gets in the car. And he wanders on his side. He's like he's talking to himself. Oh, we're thinking, enjoy your date. <laughs> and uh, she asks him if he's, if he's okay. And, like he's, or he 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 suggests some place. And he goes, Well, I trust your advice. I mean, who wouldn't? Mm. And that sends him like. Instead of just letting it let it slide, Fraser, just Yeah. Like just for one just for one night, put it aside and focus on this date. So it's one who's clearly interested in him. Yeah. And so she's like, you okay and he says I'd be preoccupied and he decides to say, like, she wants to know what's going on, so he's yeah. instead of just saying my brother asked me this question, it's really got really my mind, he and his wife and all that. The way he frames it really leads this poor girl on. Yeah. He says, like, do you believe two people are meant to be together? Like, I've been thinking about it all day, and she's like, you've been thinking about that all day? <laughs> now, initially, I thought the way she was reacting was going to be like, as we've seen Fraser do in the past, where he gets a bit too intense to kind of scare some woman off. Mm. So she thought he was, she was going to think he was getting a bit too serious. Whereas instead... This woman's she, really into it. She's into him, so now this is leading her to believe that she thinks that he feels the same way about hard that he that she feels about him. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. I know me and I. Like she's you know, like what 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 attributes, you know? Things in common, you know, mutual mm. interest and like she's like sexual attraction? Well that's a given. And uh <laughs> you're like well my me and my wife had all those things in our manager horribly. Maybe she just didn't appreciate you. Being did you listen to your show every day? Sometimes you even tape it so she listened to it in bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh and feature not picking up on any of these signals. Like, she's clearly, again, still him. Like, he goes, he just, he just offhand and goes, I didn't have a show then. Mm. He barely even looks at her when he says, he goes, I didn't have a show then. <laughs> and then, like, what does it What does it take to realise that two people are meant to be together? And she she just, like, interrupts him going, what does it matter? It just means, it's just as long as we both feel it. <laughs> and Frasier's like, wait, what? And then she was says she and talking about how she felt and all yeah. that. And just suddenly realises, like, what, what she's picking up on, what she's getting at this... And instead of realizing, oh, I may have led you to believe something else and this is actually what I was talking about, he thinks that she's taking the piss and I'm thinking, you're quite the prankster, aren't you? (laughs) I'm not pretending I'm not talking about my brother and his wife. Surely Roz must have told you. Why would Roz have told her? Yeah. Because they didn't really they didn't do anything to make it out that Roz and Elise were pals. She just True, but it has been pointed out that Ros is a gossip. Yeah, but I don't think the thing with Fraser has to make this decision to help Niles and Maris is the most juicy gossip-worth topic. True. Plus, like, Roz knows at least works in promotions because she gets like, sizzled what her from promotions and all that. Yeah. But they've never said that they actually talk that much. So for, so, just Fraser making assumptions again. Yes. Oh, you woman, you must always talk. Yeah. <laughs> from Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then... Poor woman poor seems so embarrassed that she just storms out of the car and Fraser tries to salvage it, but he's 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 fucked he it. He's fucked it. Yeah. If he just, from the beginning, said that the, it was an issue regarding his brother and a question he was asked, he could have probably saved this whole thing. Yeah. They could have had a brief discussion about it. She could have helped give him some reassuring advice. And then they could have had their date. And they could have went on a date and they could have soon realised just how they... That he, maybe he was... If he was into her, he could have went to her because she was clearly into him. And then some. Yes. But poor woman storms out the car and we never see her again. I know. She's just too bad. She, <laughs> took, she took drastic steps. <laughs> and then... She went and got another job far away from Fraser. <laughs> so we come back to the apartment Fraser's like, why is this so, like, hard? Yeah. And then it just because he's talking to Eddie about it. It's just so much it's thick. And Mary barks like, not that kind of stick.
1: <laughs> it could be we see something rare that we don't usually see in Fraser. What's that? Well, we don't usually see him take such deep thought about his decisions. Well, Fraser can over the course of the show be impulsive, you know, or make rash decision. This seems to be one of the few times he takes real, real, real. Painful thought over
0: it. We talk, We'll talk about him making rash decisions at the, the end of the next episode. But like, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think he does it as often as, especially not in the early seasons mm. where we've talked about him like stop overthinking things. So I think this seems very, in character for Fraser. At least in my opinion, I think, at least like, I think the, or at least. Never he, to the point where he seems pained, though. Well, yeah, but I think they needed this to be the main plot of the episode to keep a running theme going, mm. so they had him to this extent. Yeah. So they had to amp, amp up his over-eagerness, and yeah. his over-carefulness, or whatever you call it, <laughs> uh, up a notch for the purposes of this episode. Yeah. But it, it does allow for a great story, because he gets, he gets all the different perspectives from people. Oh, he does, yeah. But still has that struggle, because like, this is the the idea of, I just spare his feelings or do I need to come out and be honest with him because he is my brother and I want him to be happy. Yeah. So then Fiji was like, I'm not getting any clearer. I'm going for a walk and then Eddie follows him like, not that kind of walk. <laughs> and he, was, and she, he just stares at him like, time for your bath. He runs away. <laughs> <laughs> Damn dog. And then I love this scene. Uh, Fiji's just wandering the streets and again, finding reminders of like, that he's difficulty like yeah, yes no either yes no posters and say well the on opera being advertised the unanswered question yeah or i think it's a thing, it to be or not to be or oh. he, he going across the street a big sign keeps flashing walk don't walk walk don't yeah. walk and then Fraser's like and he's hearing like bits from what people have said during the episode like, who he's talked to, yeah. like Martin, Ross and, and then he just at the end ends with him going but Mark here Martin going, Bazoo, bazoo. <laughs> and then Roz randomly going fat, fat and then cut to Ros uh, cut to Niles' apartment. Uh, he you keep hearing the doorbell going in, asleep, and a sleepy Niles comes up, he grabs a weird statue thing from the side of the door, like, get ready to hit somebody like, Who is it? It's Frasier and they goes, How'd you even get in the building? Your doorman was asleep. How? What a coincidence, so was I. <laughs> And then he comes in like what, what's wrong? You smell like the streets <laughs> And then he goes I've been wandering around all night
1: Agonizing over this question you get you asked me. What question?
0: But well, you asked me the other day if you were to be together. I've been agonizing over this and you forgot. Like no oh, we're I'm on. Sorry,
1: Fraser, I'm just drowsy. Come in. I'm 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 happy you've taken such time
0: over this. Mm-hmm. And also, Fraser Knowing that obviously it might hurt his feelings, he just decides at the end that instead of just telling what he wants, what you want to hear, like, honesty is the best. Like, what does he deep down think? Yeah. And he just comes out and says, no. Yeah. Like, I don't think you'd be together. I think marriage Mar- Mar- is Mar built on honesty and respect. And that. I don't think you'll have those things with Maris, given how she's treated you in the past. Yeah. And you'd expect Nail to like, kind of be offended by or be, or be upset by the way things he's saying about Maris when they're trying to, you know, rebuild their marriage and all that, but he seems kind of, like, he respects his opinion and all that and not, like, sure on it, and Peter expects him to be more upset, but Nell seems to try and, like, get him out of the house quite quickly He goes, I just need some time to process it. And then we hear a little bell. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear anything. Sound like a bell. No, it's no bell. Come on. Good night. There is again. No, it's no bell. Niles how because before they were saying like had they really only seen each other at their therapy sessions yeah nah, how could you she asked and i said yes no she offered and i said yes yeah <laughs> like come on like i've been hanging on this question but you've got her upstairs all along like like i know you, I, I respect your opinion but i think you're wrong she's changed and she's realizes she can't control me <laughs> hear the bell again she knows i will not come to her all bank call you know that's just a real joke she doesn't really expect me to answer that call Oh, sorry, like the like, whistle. Like, like, keeps ringing the bell. She doesn't expect me to answer that bell rings again. Just a little round joke we have. Bell, the whistle goes. Okay, that means business. <laughs> everybody just shuts the freezer and just shuts the door behind him and runs yeah. up the stairs. And then the credits. They kind of give us another Maris kind of fake out, where you have you see somebody holding up like a paper and Nels is being a tray down and sits on the table. And then they put the table down. It's the paper down <laughs> smarter again. Who yeah. then takes it upstairs to Maris as Niles passes out on the, the fainting couch <laughs> feeling knackered. So obviously as I say like over eagerness e- 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 and his uh his ego again getting him into trouble. But I think given like he's he's trying to th- think about what's best for Niles mm. um, and like not want to just overstep his bounds and all that. And I think that gives a good plot line for the episode... I think as a second last episode, I think I think it's a good plot for it. I think so. I'd give it a thumbs up would you. Cause, I wouldn't need because originally I used to think like how weird it was to have this episode so soon after, like immediately after the last one where it looked like Nels was trying said that maybe his marriage was over yeah. before they end up going to counselling, and but again like there's a month thing going by so like we had a few sessions so and has always like never wanted to fully admit that they're. The marriage Roken might up. might be actually over. This yeah. is why it stretches out for so long. So obviously that yeah they take all that into account. Yeah. Now we have the, the last episode of season four, Odd Man Out. Oh. I'll be honest with you, Paul. Go on. Actually tuning into this, I know I don't like the, the one we're gonna cover after this, but part of me wasn't expecting not to like this episode. Yeah. Maybe because it leads into it. I don't know what it was about it. I don't know really what I can't actually really think of why I went not to like it that much. Mm. But I actually enjoyed the finale season four a lot more than I thought I would. So I was I was pleasantly surprised when watching it. I'm mm. uh, interested to know your thoughts on the episode as a whole, and as well see as a finale. It's got odd as I said, odd man out, and it starts in the booth again. But again, we've had a few episodes now with no callers. Yeah. And so we either he's either just getting to the bus or he's just finished his show, so we don't hear him talking to anybody. So he's finished uh, his show, and he says to Roz he's got these reservations to, for a restaurant, a Italian restaurant. He says, "The, uh, but I'm going out to celebrate his her birthday. Mm. Like, oh, I can't. I got to date with that waiter. We are we from lunch yesterday. You're going out with that guy? Well, I didn't have enough for a tip. <laughs> well, bear in mind that the service wasn't that good." <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, fine, I'll maybe ask to see if Nails wants to go out to dinner, like, well, you're going with Niles again, like, your entire social life revolves around your brother <laughs> and Fritja seems kind of, like, surprised as she's seen this when, it's not that inaccurate, an- 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 like, they're always together Yeah. he even says, it's only since I came back that I've fallen back on Nails <laughs> <laughs> and like, you need to, you're in a rut you need to spice things up, you know go Yo, out, get drunk, wake up in a stranger's bed and not remember how you got there <laughs> So basically, exchange my rut for yours, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Roger's looks at him like, "You well, know, one time, after one Friday after work, I hopped on a plane to Acapulco and didn't pack anything but my toothbrush. Oh yes, I remember one Monday you phoned in work sick with a mariachi band in the background. <laughs> well, I was sick, so. <laughs> and we got to the apartment. and Nail shows up as Daphne's getting ready for a night out. Yeah, so I'm glad you're here. Can you get me a zip? And then, like the whole nails like relationship with Daphne is really taken a backseat the last couple of episodes as well I think. Yeah. Obviously we had uh, Daphne hates Sherry where she was kind of he was kind of trying to take advantage of it and finally be able to sleep with her. Yeah. But now he's been focused on Maris here that we forget like well what well how does he how does this affect how he feels about Daphne because like you remember in Michael Niles nails like so basically he's like to stay married and. Married to Maris, but you like to have an affair with Daphne. Yes,
1: can I do that? No, no. you
0: cannot. <laughs> and clearly, that seems to be how he feels because he's staring at her with her dress, her dress partly unzipped. <laughs> he's just staring at her. Like, can you get, can you give me a hand. Sure, it's a bit stuck, man. Don't forget to grab in. Give, a, give it all you got. <laughs> Sometimes pulling it down a bit helps. Okay. And he kind of looms down but accidentally gets his tie caught in it. My tie is <laughs> caught in your wrist. And she turns trying to go see, but it ends up choking nails. Where it's like watching a dog chasing its tail. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Maybe something. Maybe something in the power room that we can use to soften it. And uh, she's walking with nails stuck in her. So he's bent there like that, as if she's kind of leading him around by the neck. And then Phaedra comes in at the most awkward moment for the for me to come in. Yeah, ruins it all for Niles. And then just uh, they just stare at Phaedra, not really knowing what to say, and Phaedra stares back like, Niles,
1: you have something on your
0: tie. My, you're something with Help with zipping now. He's caught. Oh yes, he is. <laughs> Hold on, and then Frazier gets it quite easily and then helps yeah. her zip up like, Thank you, Dr. Crane. I was about to step out, there's just and embarrass your brother to death. Well, we all have to die of something. Okay. Nails with a look of, damn it, Fraser. <laughs> And then, So Frazier asks Nails if he wants those uh, dinner reservations. Yeah. Are you up for a little Italian? Actually, I'm going out with Maris tonight, so I guess you could say I'm up for a little episcopalian <laughs> And they're all laughing, like, haha, witty and uh <laughs> haha okay like, well they look a little happy with themselves yeah especially uh, nails so he said like we're actually going to recreate our first date as part of kind of bringing the romance back into the relationship because yeah. clearly things seem to be going well with counseling yeah and this and martin comes in and goes, actually that's why i'm here hey my, dad can i borrow the car like remember on our first date my car was in the shop and i had to use dad so that's why i'm here to borrow dad's car he goes it made me feel so young and then he says as you said that Gee Dad can I borrow the car? You said that you did that twice on the phone, I didn't laugh then. <laughs> and he throws the keys over to him and they sail past Nails, but Fraser easily catches them. <laughs> which I think really uh, really fits into I can't remember what episode it was, but Fraser once said to, to Nails, I'm a teamster compared to you. <laughs> which shelling is because Frazier's not good sports wise, but at least I think he's able to catch stuff better than Nails is. Yeah. He goes, I really can't think of Maris sitting in Dad's 82 Impala. How well, near could she? I remember the elation on her face with touching vinyl for the first time. <sighs> Made it feel cheap. And she liked it. <laughs> I was her first bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. I remember you used to keep her inhaler rolled up in the sleeve of your t-shirt. <laughs> and then he, he offers Daphne and Martin the reservations and both of them have dates. like, oh, Sherry's cooking for a night. I'm going out with Greg. <laughs> and I love that spit, like, Greg, I don't think I've met Greg. And Martin just goes, Hi, I have. He's gorgeous. Well, he is. <laughs> and everyone just stares. I'm like, well, he is. And I know I've already mentioned my girlfriend else, but then again, that's, that just reminds me of the bet. That, wow, he's quite handsome, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Did you just say, wow? Hmm. Really, I did. Probably have you ever used that to describe another man before.
1: I wonder what that means. Oh, it means you're a gay man. <laughs> Their entire life with not their
0: entire life with Maris is a sham. And you should come out of the closet years ago. but I did that or <laughs> so. <laughs> Again, like just because of just makes even the littlest bit aligns what he's delivering. Like, yes, it means you're gay, okay, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so obviously, everybody's kind of busy. Yeah. And but Martin, to his credit, does offer like, not want to see Frasier just like left without anybody to go with. Offers like you know, sure, can put me for some other night, like, Oh, no, don't put yourself out on my account and all that. Mm. So, you know, he's, he's used to be nice but Instead of just canceling the reservation, the reservation sites, he, see, he seems to think it's a good idea to go out and eat by himself, which I don't think I could do. Like, not at a restaurant by myself, I don't think.
1: No. It's amazing. You could go for a, bite, a quick bite to eat for yourself.
0: Yeah, if you're going to somewhere like a fast food place like McDonald's or something like that. You could go drink by yourself. Yeah, of course. But, like, an actual proper like, restaurant, especially the one as fancy as the one that Frazier's in yeah the ones that Frazier would frequent that is, is it does seem kind of weird it does it does uh also before he goes to the restaurant he takes a message on the machine and it's laura we'll call laura saying she's getting into coming in tonight there tomorrow five eleven ten thirty, and like bye and she goes huh good news laura's in town who's laura a stranger called my machine by mistake <laughs> Uh, Laura, she mentioned, played by Linda Hamilton.
1: Yeah, played by that chick that fights Arnie.
0: <laughs> yeah, from also the, the first two Terminator with the, movies. With the incredibly square face. She comes back. She came back in the most recent Terminator, which I didn't even bother to watch. But, Wise man. Hmm? Wise man. I don't mean to be harsh here, but she's still a decent young woman, and when she's here in Freezer later on, well, the way she looks now. And I don't mean to be sound harsh and you know, like slag someone based on their looks and sounds vain and all that. What you mean old woman with a square head? She looks a bit like David Boy. I don't mean good David Boy. I mean David Boy, literally like in the months before he died, David Boy. Well, was ever a good David Boy? I mean, not young David Boy. Oh, you. Oh, you <laughs> I mean, mean, I mean near the end, almost, almost approaching death, David Boy. Ah. That's what she looks like. That David Boy. Mm. Hmm. Not it, my Christ! What the fuck is that, like young David boy? I mean, I don't mean again that some people might think it's a bit too harsh, but I'm sorry. I, just, I, I made the comparison one time to our being like David boy, and now it's something I can't unsee. So now you have to see it too.
1: Yeah, you have to. You have
0: to share his pain. So Fraser goes to the restaurant. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> goes, ah, table for two. Actually, my date cancelled, so it'll just be one. Ah, table for one, sir. you need to lower your voice. Not change the dialogue. In some people prefer it, but prefer to dialogue rather than this someone who's so in love with his own voice, prattle on endlessly. <laughs> well, you've certainly convinced it's me, sir. <laughs> and then he comes in like, i will go check your table," and he goes away. Doctor Crane, he says very loudly, "Your table for one is ready." And <laughs> thank this, you. And he's sitting right in the center of the restaurant, so people are all like looking at him. Yeah. And like, sure can I have something more in more in the corner? I'm sorry, sir. All the other tables are booked. So he just sits there and the guy quite loudly is taking like, the cutlery for the second person who's obviously not there. Mm. Like, oh, you are clacking and like let's just, just go. And he asks for the house cabernet <laughs> and he's just sitting there he's looking at people uh, like all, all couples, couples. All, all being intimate and all that and like don't worry sir once we're patrons only have eyes for each other <laughs> and uh, a wee boy comes over to him like why are you sitting by yourself? I'm just Yeah he's like oh I'm just Sitting here, I'm having dinner alone. Like, my my parents say it's okay if you come sit with us. Like, no, it may not be hard for you to understand, Johnny. And I thank you for your offer, but you know sometimes it's nice to sit so alone. I once I once once bad and the teacher made me eat lunch all by myself. Well, I hope that I give you an opportunity to think about what you did. I didn't. I just cried. Let alone, Johnny. <laughs> and then the guy comes back and goes, Ah, oh, I see your candles gone out, Enrico. <laughs> and again loudly drawing attention to Very the lonely originally. man. Say, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine and there he goes away and then a woman comes over like excuse me are you here by yourself I believe I am oh do you, do you, mind? Do you mind and she, holds,
1: she puts her hands on the chair and Fraser ends up thinking she wants to sit with him Yeah, and he's she, like she's oh a, not at all and she's like thanks and walks away with the chair like, and he's like
0: oh great I can help like he she he hopes that she's also alone and hopefully she'll sit with him like I'm uh, uh, hoping someone would and he sees her move the chair like make good use of that chair <laughs> 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 and he sits back down all and like oh yeah and then, as he submits his wine, there's a shriek from a woman who's just been proposed to, but it kind of startles Frasier, so he spills wine all down himself. Like, and the guy who proposed, to his credit, like, apologised to like, the well, ghost, and even offered to pay for the dragon, so yeah. a decent guy. And like, obviously people are happy, the restaurant staff are like, congratulating the people on the yeah, engagement. Yeah,
1: because, because he's proposed to his woman. And, and
0: she obviously said yes. Yeah. These next people who, who pipe up, fuck them. <laughs> I don't. I felt. I didn't realize how strongly I felt about this until I watched it, and I'm interested to hear your point. So one couple has proposed. Fair enough. People do it in restaurants all the time. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. These next two people, attention-seeking bastards. The man who stands up and informs the way my wife just informed we're having twins. Fair enough. You're happy in your announcement. Don't announce that just as two people have gotten engaged. You attention-seeking, spotlight-taking bastards. Aye. Uh, like, I'll back you on that like, one like, who does that I don't care how proud you are don't steal someone else's moment especially that moment I know like it just seemed to tell me like who I'm watching like who does that
1: <laughs> did you feel very aggrieved
0: like I like whoa we're having twins like the woman's already far along like how is it an announcement that she's pregnant yeah maybe you'll see you can't hey, hey
1: good fucking point she was like a blimp
0: I'm not very criticised, but like you could it's not as if she was only a couple of months along. She looked yeah. it, there was a very obvious bump. Obviously, you can't tell from the size that it was twins. So that's she was. So that's, that's fair enough. She was primed to drop him. But like she, you could tell she was pregnant. So how is this at a big announcement? And then the the week the restaurant staff are all happy. Everybody's cheering and again. It's just serving to remind Frasier. how shit
1: his situation is.
0: You know, I've slide like, how Linda Hamilton looks in out, and I just slide a pregnant woman here. I'm going to get so much shit for this, <laughs> and I'm sorry. You're going to hell. I am definitely going to hell. And hopefully you're going with me, because you've agreed with me with half of this shit. Oh, I know where I'm going. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not trying to slide the wood. I'm flagging the guy for feeling that is the right moment. Like, feel the room, man. Yeah. The room is not, it's not, let's share a happy news. It's, this person is having their moment. Let them have it. yeah. But, again, I credited this guy who proposed for, like, at least being nice to Fraser and all that and being apologetic. Then he says a line, I think, is more creepy than romantic than he hoped. Because he he says to this woman who he wants to spend his life with, he says, I hope we die at the exact same moment so neither has to spend a second without the other.
1: So he hopes for a
0: murder-suicide. Yeah, like, <laughs> or for, like, maybe they're in the car together and a big truck to come and hit them, like... Creepy. Like, creepy bastard. And, like, that, that sounds more creepy than romantic. Everybody's like, oh, like... Don't all of that, that is weird. <laughs> You'd be like one guy
1: sitting at the restaurant going, "No, nah, no, nah, man, that's fucked up, nah. I
0: mean, I'd hate to be that way because if they're writing their own vows, what else is this creepy bastard going to come out with? Till death do us. <laughs> no. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, your, but- more, your morbid
1: segue aside...
0: Yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's this restaurant bit because I've got myself a up. Maybe the restaurant bit was why I didn't think I was going to like the episode. Cause, <laughs> like, the bit with the guy and the pregnancy aside, again, don't steal someone else's spotlight here. Yeah. But anyway, Freezer comes back to the apartment. My, uh, Martin and Daphne are sitting there having some map, some pie, and they like, hey, how was your dinner? Not but, since Quasimozo. It's the
1: rooftops of Paris have so many people said, that poor man. What don't
0: is man <laughs> yeah. like sure it can't be that bad and this show is the uh, same yeah. and there's something I would have actually liked to have seen but it's uh, funny here in future screen but the highlight of the evening was when the restaurant staff bought the birthday cake I ordered for us and neglected to cancel so they signed to me which reminds me of the bit where they're out for Phoebe's birthday and friends and everybody for some reason or another goes home but, yeah. but uh, Joey stays and eats everybody else's dinner and then forgets <laughs> about the birthday cake so the birthday cake comes out and goes this is the best birthday ever, even though it's not his fucking birthday. <laughs> no, that was funny. But anyway, yeah, so Freezer's feeling pretty down. Yeah. And uh, Mark goes, Hey, no cherry up? Some of Sherry's mock apple pie. got Marcus uses Grand Kirk instead of apples. Oh, yes. Like, well, ruins apple pie? Like, like apples. apples. <laughs> and I look, like, Who, whose bright idea was that? Have an apple pie? No apples. Sherry's. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Nils comes in and he sees the stain and he tries to from the smell of it try to guess what it is like, yeah ah I see there's an amusing Merlot it's Cabernet. so amusing <laughs> 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 and, uh, asking did Mrs. Crane have fun recreating your first day? oh yes she made of details I have even I had forgotten like we're strolling strolling past the house and Marta playing the role of her late father appeared at the the window firing his Swedish meatballs and out of her face on bourbon. <laughs> he didn't say out of her face, but I couldn't remember what he actually yeah. said.
1: But she was drunk, basically. Wasted on bourbon yeah, and Swedish like meatballs.
0: And so, so the, he, he comes in and he starts having, cutting a bit of pie and that, and Frasier takes the machine again and there's another message from, from, Laura. from Laura. And they're like, oh, poor woman, also because not realising she sent it to the wrong person that she's going to be there by herself. sale. Yeah. I oh, she take a cab. And uh, but she does. She's very different. in this message in first off, she says, "Is that Tom on the phone?" He sounds nice. <laughs> Obviously, Tom about Fraser's voice, but like surely Fraser's message would start with, "Ah, you've reached Fraser Crane." Yeah, that's how most people's answering machines usually do. At least if a television has taught us anything, because television lied to us. Television lies to us multiple times, Scott. No. <laughs> Now you tell me.
1: Become, become. What is that? What is that phrase we all use? Become woke, Scott. <laughs> become woke. I don't want to be woke. No one should want to be fucking woke.
0: Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right. So she also says that she's got her cello with her. Yeah. Like hint, you might want to make some space in your trunk this time. <laughs> and uh and she says she's been on her own for too long, and uh, they start talking about her, and like, you know, they start, basically they try to sell. Frazier with this woman and the assistant <laughs> feature to go and meet her like yeah yeah she's you know speaks French and all that and like Laura's, Laura's a nice name like and Fraser, Martin goes you yeah. know that was gonna be your name if you were a girl your mom liked Priscilla but I never liked the name Prissy and then Nail's <laughs> just casual as he's taking his pie yes I never cared for it either <laughs> but, like you know you, she plays the cello you like that speaks French she, she appreciates neatness and uh, Martin goes you sure she's keen to show affection, that's that's good. And everyone just kind of does this turn he's to like,
1: Well, excuse me for growing
0: a little. I know, because the whole thing about Martin, especially <laughs> even back in back the Three Dates episode where he yeah. said say like, he's been hesitant to show affection, like saying things like I love you. And mm. then say, like she's, good. She, she's openly affectionate, that's good. And oh, excuse me for growing, growing a little. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the sudden off turn that I'm like... <laughs> And then, like, so, but the idea of, uh, like, um, like, the romantic mean of like, him been there and meet her at the airport, like, and Margo, yeah, you can't be with me in a romantic way. Like, the time I met your mother, you met your mom over the chalk outline of a murder victim. It was romantic to us. You ever wonder why on our anniversary she'd make those gingerbread cookies with the head tilted and the legs slightly crooked? we thought they were dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so her appalled. And I was like, we thought they were, we're dancing. dancing. <laughs> and Davy uh, shows about me and a guy at Stonehenge who told me he was an actual descendant of a druid. That's God. the one place in the world where that line would work. <laughs> and then Niles talks about meeting some women on an airplane. We offered him to join the Mile High Club because rather than that, and tell her that I didn't know what that meant, I was like, I don't really fly enough for that to be worthwhile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nope, still
0: not fly. Uh, that was 20 years. <laughs> Delph still can't laugh at it. <laughs> and then, like, like she's this woman, she says she's been along, on her own for so long, so you know she's available. Mm. Frazier kind of sees it as being a bit weird, like, also the fact that she's not realised that she's the the mission and then there he is yeah, to kind of meet her. And I can see his point from that. And Aelson's back. Hmm. She she likes to sound my voice and then she keeps saying what have you got to lose and all that. Yeah. And then Fraser says like the idea of like being impulsive that we talked about earlier, like Yeah, yeah sure, I'm gonna go do it. Like and he, r- he rushes to the door, grab me school, like, uh Fraser, no no, nah, not now. If I think about it anymore I'll change my mind. Was at the door? Sorry, but not before I change my shirt <laughs> <laughs> And then we have the bit where say, you will say, see, people who hold signs would people at the airport. We have people holding like professional like drivers holding things. Yeah. Like, Dr. So-and-so, this person. And then he cuts to Fraser, gets a little awkward face, look on his face with well, a, a rush sign that uh, says, Laura. Laura. <laughs> and then he doesn't really see her and then he hears, he recognises the voice Yeah, as uh, we see Linda Hamilton coming out with the cello case. And uh, there was uh, Laura looking for Molly. Wow, she sent her a driver. Oh no, I'm not a driver, I'm a psychiatrist. I'm here to help you. I'm being committed? <laughs> oh no, and then he explains what happened and she goes, oh... My sister got a number, I must have missed the old and all that. Yeah. Like, you came all the way down here? Were you the nicest guy ever? Yes, actually, yes, I am. Actually, yeah. May I, may I take your chill case? Oh, I checked my chill case. This is my purse. Why does. Why is. It, nobody finds that funny? <laughs> oh, I find that funny. Why isn't anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, also, like, you see, you have to drive her, like, to her sister's, like, yeah. oh, no, I think I can, but come on, let me buy you a drink to say thank you for coming all the way down here. Yeah. And he goes, like, uh, do you ask for a glass of sherry and that really helped that you know, helps Frasier if like think he's made the right decision like, All right. although of course I don't want really to expect much from airport sherry but god does that make me sound like the perfect snob yes <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way and then they're chatting and she's asked a bit why she's pleased to chill like I don't know my dad used to take me to the, to the orchestra and like it just sounded sad like it needed me <laughs> that sound weird yes but in a good way and they're chatting and you know what? Honestly, before we find out about her situation, yeah. I actually think Laura would have been a good fit for Fraser. We talk about a lot of women who said, "Oh, yeah. she would have been good Fraser. She would have been good." if She ended up with Fraser, but from the way of this scene is, like, yeah, as far as one appearance uh, guest stars go, Linda Hamilton, like, she's also there. are People who are way better than her and have way more iconic episodes. Yeah, but she plays her part really well. Like the the dialogue between her and Fraser. I don't mean to hit, to hit on this again because I swear I wouldn't mention her again. <laughs> there is more chem- believable chemistry between Linda Hamilton and Gilsa Grammer in this one scene than there is in however many episodes f- Kate Costas was in. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say it Because again, ah. as, as I said before, the Kate Costas in the romantic side of it, they went from biting heads to suddenly not being able to keep their hands on each other so quickly, it made no sense <laughs> And it fucked up any chemistry they might have had. But in this one scene, they're so. This is so much better acted, I think. I will
1: respectfully re- decline to comment, because I think I disagree with you quite extensively.
0: How so? Come on, tell me.
1: Well, I, I, I am not against Kate. Well, I
0: know you're not against Kate, I just think. Uh, that- but I. I do see what you're saying. I think it's a it's a question of chemistry. I think between the actors. I think Linda Hamilton plays her part well, because they because they start out with Kate like they have so much in common, and then they suddenly turn Kate into this country loving cat woman thing. Yeah. Who doesn't like antiques and all that? And it but Laura seems like she's like seems almost too good to be true, and then we realize that she's married. So like Frazier kind of not too
1: good to be true, just too good to be available.
0: Well, no, like, well, the idea of her being so perfect, but also being single—that's too good to be true. I think. Yeah, I suppose. <coughs> but she talks bit like the reason she said she was like, the reason she said that she was on her own for so long. as She's been on a tour. She hasn't been able to see her husband in some time. And yeah. like, well, I guess you can. Well, both.
1: you've you've jumped just a teeny bit. Like, oh, please! But um, like you say, Fraser and her are discussing Sherry, and he's asking about her why she picked the cello and things, and their discussion is going. Fairly well. Fairly well. I think I can't exactly remember the line mm-hmm. but I think Fraser mildly flirts a little. Yeah. I think she can And and she kinda of catches on to it and she goes, Look, Frasier, stop me if I'm reading this the wrong way, but I kinda of get that
0: you're Yeah. Uh, luckily she picks up on I immediately and lets him know like she does she's not cruel about it, like no, he and she's, so, like, she's, she's so nice, so about, nice it. about it. And luckily she when, as soon as she knows it, she makes sure she lets him know and doesn't like lead him on. Yeah, or anything. she's just like, I just have to let you know
1: now I'm married. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like, Fra- But when she when she says that, Frazier just sounds so dejected. He's like, oh, <laughs> and he's like,
0: huh. he's like also you could tell now that you it wasn't just the work of a good Samaritan, more a, a lonely Samaritan. Yeah, and It's like, oh, no, I think it's quite romantic. You know, you no, know, you can do that when you're sitting around. I used to do things like this all the time, impulsive, you know, thrills. You know, marriage is the death of all that. Yeah. I hope you didn't ride your own vows. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, there's a good thing to be married. I love my husband, but, you know, you know not being married can be good, too. And, like, yeah. it's like you're really better at being single than I am. Because I forgot to mention a point. I don't know how I forgot this. Because uh, <laughs> when he comes back from his, his horrible dinner, yeah. Peter really hits this point home that just sums up how, why he's doing so down. He's talking about how I got used to myself, like, i used to thinking I'm... Uh, newly, newly divorced. divorced that was five years ago now i'm single at 43 mm-hmm. and it doesn't help obviously in the situation where he's got everybody that he knows has pretty much got somebody yeah like martin his own dad his brother even daphne yeah and like it's a similar thing like at the end of like season six i think it is when uh, daphne goes with donnie mm-hmm. and then martin and fraser have both got people and Nels is just standing at the table like and mental that he's just <laughs> not only is he alone but now he the woman of his dreams is with somebody. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she got engaged by that point. <laughs> Although Niles had a weirder reaction than Fraser does like he also yeah. has a panic attack. But anyway coming ahead but so that's a good kind of scene. But then she lets him know and then she talks about how like basically like she tries to give him some words of encouragement basically. That, yeah, basically. that like not don't give up and all that. And then the, uh, the officer offers her a right but she said like she's gonna like leave, and uh, she thanks her for coming down. He goes, you know, for one for what's worth, if I wasn't married, then he's just sort of like, yeah, like, please don't finish that sentence, but <laughs> thank you for starting it. And then she walks away, and checks it, and I knocks over a chair with her tail. He's like, when you think back on this moment, I'll edit that part out. Yeah. And he, he's gonna he says he's gonna finish his drink and then go, but then a very attractive woman comes up to him. and goes, sorry, did you hear that gate change announcement? <laughs> oh no, but I think you can ask the at the desk. Reading. Uh Mexico. You? Well I'm gonna face this drink and then I'm going to Mexico. Acapulco? This is uncanny. <laughs> what are you saying? A camera where she says like that's where I'm saying you are scaring me. <laughs> and Radio just walks off with this woman and the credits are basically just acknowledging people who have called. Yeah. Not not very many noteworthy people as imputies, but I think that's because as I said, there have been episodes recently where the whole guest call thing is kind of taking a of back seat to other storylines. Yeah. And it's very rare that they really play a part in the, the plot anyway so I don't know how they would have fit in anyway. But before we move on, that's how season four ends. What are, what are your thoughts on season four kind of as a whole, looking back on it?
1: I'd say it was a pretty solid season. Some episodes in there are not always my favourites, you know, but Pretty solid, I'd say. Yeah, there was like good... I don't I don't actually really like that for the Seesaw episode.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of the best discussions we've had about an episode, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not overly keen on that one. I'm also not overly keen on um I'm I'm funny about the Rose crunch and Goldstein episode. Oh yeah. I, because so. I love the I love the whole thing between Ros and the old woman. Um. James L. Jones. Hmm. I love the whole thing between James L. Jones and Fraser, but there's something about the episode that
0: just doesn't sit well with me. Is it maybe just because the subject of getting old is a big part of it? Oh, I don't think I it's... Don't, I don't want to make assumptions. I'm just trying... You try to just... say something? I'm not trying to say
1: something I'm just trying to... <laughs> no I don't know I just... Have you never had an episode or something you've watched where all the elements are there but for some reason we're just not...
0: Yeah sitting with you. I I can see what you mean. I think I've had that before. Yeah. I like the, upon re-watching it, the Two Mrs. Green episode, I think it's sort of a first episode. is good because it's got some of the usual Frasier tropes, in it, like the whole uh, lying or stuff getting out of hand or stuff being added on to it, like Martin being brought into the lie and then him kind of fucking up for everybody by saying, oh, what do you know? It's Maris when Ross <laughs> comes through the door. Yeah. Hate that episode. Oh, I like it. I think there's, there's some good one off epi- one off episodes that don't really tie into the the overall mm. show. Yeah. But you know, they're good for their own self contained thing. I think season four gets some big points above some other seasons simply for the fact that this is the season that contains Ham radio. <laughs> Probably one of if not the best Phaser episode of all time. And as we Season some-
1: four romping through the fins and spinnies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And uh, also one of BB's best episodes, I believe, uh, and Rod's like, "How would I know she'd act that way?" She's (laughs) BB. I I I think she's (laughs) BB. There are, as I as you said, like there are episodes that aren't my favorite. Impossible Dream, I don't think, is high on anybody's list because. No, I, I, okay, maybe yours, but like I just it's a bit of a mad episode for me. Also, the idea of like overanalyzing a dream and all that, but yeah. like it, it just it just seems very nineties that Fezzer worried about a dream that may imply that he's gay. It just seems very. I don't, I don't mean to sound, I don't know what the word is, but like, I just it doesn't sit right with me.
1: Whatever the word is, I'm sure someone will make up a word for it. I know. People are good at doing
0: that nowadays, making up words for a shit that doesn't need a word. And like, and when he tells like Martin about the dream, yeah. and Martin's reaction, immediate reaction to it, it, just
1: Martin's old school.
0: I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, I'm not trying to make an issue of it. I'm just saying it's not one of my favorites. Yeah, but I know one or two other episodes that aren't my favorite either. Uh, Ross has got, has got some good episodes this, in this season, mm-hmm. including like that one I mentioned, the BB episode. <laughs> uh, for first you saw so it did provide some good discussion at least. Yeah, mixed doubles is actually a I think one that doesn't really get talked about too much. The one with Rodney,
1: oh, I think. Yeah, gets, yeah. I don't think
0: I don't know if that gets as much love as it maybe should. Yeah, I like the one with Rodney. He's like this guy. looks basically looks like a David Hype Pierce like, stunt double or a David Hype Pierce impersonator. Oh, they have gotten that like down.
1: Well, so, that's not the biggest David Hyde Pierce man you would see at a Frasier convention. I like you're looking <laughs> Check at... Check a...
0: me out. Look, I look like Niles. <laughs> and... Oh, fuck, what was it? Uh, Sherry is a big part of the season. Mm. And I think with Sherry comes a big thing with Martin. Yeah. In his development. Like, he talked about... Excuse me for growing a little. Like, we talked about the idea of him being ready to say I love you to the first woman since... Since Hester. Ah, uh, because he's, he's... Not that he hasn't dated people because we have seen him out with other women... Yeah. Like, this is the closest one he's ever, like, gotten to at this stage of the season. Yeah. So from that, like, obviously, there's not a lot personal-wise, like, because, you know, like, I feel like there's some, While it provides some great moments that with the... the Plus, Mar- plus um, sorry to cut you off,
1: but plus in season four we have the sort of fluctuating relationship
0: with Maris and Niles too. better actually make a point in that. Oh, like, sorry. While it provides... Some good moments like the hot and foamy episode, the bit that he was a detective, you know. <laughs> my hot and foamy must have exploded. Like so,
1: <laughs> he was a detective, you know. Look, my favorite bit of that scene is actually from Fraser. Hmm. You know, Niles, Niles,
0: but, like <gasps> even before that, even before it, like my reasoning, my reasoning was based on my mother's obsession with, with firemen. <laughs> 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 it's the, like physical I can't even decide say to I like better when it comes to the physical acting is it David a. Pierce or Kelsey grabber because they both <laughs> I'll, that's, that's a future discussion for an episode yeah. I think but well not a whole episode but a big part of an episode but because that, even though it provides some great moments I really feel like again it's a case of drawing out the inevitable ending of the marriage between Maris and Niles because yeah. they they decided officially to go forward with the fourth in season 5 it's not until season six that they're officially like no longer married. And while that like even other than like the bit with the shared episode and the mixed doubles, the, the Daphne and Niles relationship kinda takes a backseat. I think it's not much of a focal point, unlike in season three where you had episodes like Moondance. Dance. Mm. But while the mari- sorry, the Daphne thing between with him isn't focused on too much, Niles gets a lot of again, even more than last season, gets a lot of focus, like, even gets the episode head games centered around him, and mm. Frazier sure not, because you know, Kelsi was forced to not be a part of it due to his personal issues. Yeah. So he gets a lot of great moments again, the, the hot and foamy, just the way he just deadpan walks out with all this foam <laughs> all over him. So he gets the great moments, and honestly, I think Daphne was, was used as kind of a, a bit of a weirdo in the first couple of seasons, mm. but, more often than not, I found myself during season four more times than before saying that, "Oh, I love Daphne in this scene. Or Daphne had the best line of this scene. Yeah, yeah. Like she... with the with the she, he was a detective bit, or <laughs> like even though she's only a small part of it, every time, almost every line she has in uh, Ham Radio is makes bare. you laugh. Like the sound of people changing wings to wings, or the sound of ominous music, <laughs> or the I'll try not to say who the murderer is. Oh, great! I hate it when people did that when I was a cop." <laughs> So I'm, um, I'm sure there's negative things I could say about this as the season compared to others and like things that it has that other seasons doing. Yeah, but, but we we shouldn't though. I know, but like I'm I'm when I really think about it, I think of the episodes themselves and what they accomplish. Because I said there's all as with May season, there's just one off episodes that really don't factor into it, even though it yeah. kind of, except for the occasional really good scene. Like I think of like what happened with the characters because is with between the episodes with Daphne, even though there weren't that many. And the whole thing with eventually getting Marcy, almost getting a victory finally over Marcy and getting her to agree to counselling. Yeah. And, like, calling her bluff almost with the with the uh, the divorce papers and signing them. Yeah. Like, Niles gets a good focus. Like, it's only from season two onwards and then he gets a big focus in season three and then an even bigger one here. And mm. Niles becomes less of a secondary character to Frasier and more of an even footing with him, I think. Yeah, I would say so. And obviously Frasier is, is Frasier. And, like... Yeah. What do you think of. Because we almost forgot about uh, rating the episode. What do you think? Would you say a thumbs oh, up? Thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. What would you say this is valid Because I think maybe it was just. I didn't know how I felt about it as a finale. Why I wasn't expecting to like it. Yeah. But when I think about it, when he mentioned the uh, the being single and about 43 thing, mm-hmm. I think that's where it hit home to me why this is so good. Because each a lot of the finales up to this point have basically been about reflection mm. and looking back on the previous year or. The first one, Mike Coffee Nails is a lot about like, are you happy with your life now and after a year living with Dad? Yeah. And then season two is like looking back on like having to be the guy who fixed other people's problems and him to like not think about himself but help other people. Yeah. And then like it, season three was basically looking back on when he came to Seattle and how far he's come as a psychiatrist and as a radio presenter since like he came back and how his relationship with Dad was before they moved in mm. to how he and his dad are now. And now also like him like he looks at his own personal life and think like like my dad's even found somebody after my mum died, but like I'm like after me and Lil I've had like many women he's been with many different women who he say mm. could have been the one. But now like sometimes maybe through his even his own fault, he's found himself at forty three alone and he's thinking of so like I should at this stage in my life I should be with somebody. Yeah. And I don't mean to get all personal here. <laughs> but uh I find myself in a position where I'm not seeing anybody right now. Yeah. I know a lot of people who are in relationships, and it can be a bit. It can, it sucks sometimes. It's pain in the ass. It sucks sometimes. When you see other people being happy, and you you want what they have, but you you just you sometimes wonder yourself what is wrong with me that I don't have what they have. Yeah. And I think I I can't be the only person who's been that situation, I'm sure there are other people out who there who've had that be situation. There. Yeah. So it's kind of, so for me personally, I think it's a relatable thing for him to be going yeah. through, which is why I didn't. Which why I end up enjoying this episode more than I thought I would.
1: Yeah, you know, that that position you speak of, I've been there countless fucking times.
0: Didn't mean to get so deep there, but uh,
1: and it, it is kind of sucky. Of course, yeah. But you know, and I I hate to, I fucking despise to be cliched here. I really do. It it gets on my tits, but. Mm-hmm. That old fucking adage, when you're not fucking looking for it, mm-hmm. it'll come up and kick you nuts.
0: Oh, yes. That, old, that, that old romantic thing. <laughs> well, that,
1: that is occasionally what relationships do. They mm-hmm. come and kick you the nuts. But at least you'll have one.
0: <laughs> of course. You know, a at good least. fun old thing. You should, you should have that on a business card, Paul. Or, at least, or at least on a mug or something. I may. I may. We'll put it on our first t shirt. it <laughs> will be a fucking big small ass font if I that in a fucking t shirt on. Well. Why? Well it's a bit. it's not exactly a short phrase that you've said there. A
1: relate, a relationship will come up and kick you in the nuts. Yeah, that sounds
0: like you're slagging relationships so.
1: though. I'm not. That was me being positive. Yeah, you no, know, but it
0: sounds like you are when you're out of context that might sound like you're Let's not get bogged down in this place. Any,
1: anytime I try to be positive, I sound like I'm criticizing.
0: It's not your it's not your fault, it's just your tone. Yes. I don't have a very friendly one. No, not you no you don't. <laughs> you
1: prick. <laughs>
0: oh sorry, I can't agree with you now. No, fuck you.
1: No one can. Ah, oh, you can you can agree with me, It's cool.
0: <laughs> I An- don't mind. Anyway, we we talked positively and how the what I thought the accomplishments of season four and what, uh, what this episode accomplished, yeah, we're about to change the tones here, especially on my part, because we're going into season five, episode one, Fraser's imaginary friend.
1: You don't like this one, do you?
0: No, how I said the uh, smooth tango and South Seattle? I didn't really like it as a, as a first episode of the season. I'm sure it'd be a fine one-off episode, but I think to kick off the season, especially given it was following. My Coffee with Nails, which is one of my favorites Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, you know what? I think when I get into this episode, I'm going to think I might have been too harsh on South Tango.
1: You were. That's a good episode.
0: I mean, to the credit, at least I like the idea of them finishing season four and starting season five, but falling right into the next... The pl- right yeah, in. they start season five on the plane. Like, yeah, because you in the airport with that woman, and then he starts season five on the plane with that same woman. Which is the first time they'd ever done that in Fraser. Yeah. What immediately that made it like start again, and. it was. which is also weird, by the way. How the fuck did Fraser get on the plane? I doubt he. He was planning on leaving the airport with that woman, with Linda or sorry, Laura. So did what did he just have his passport I and shit on him? I know. like all these are things you probably shouldn't think about, but like, like I don't. But think, you do. Like, is the bar past the customs bit? So do you had to have the passport to get past that bit. Or was fucking security on airplanes so lax back in these days? Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, we don't want to get into airport security and shit like that. You don't want to do that
1: thing that like you can do with cartoons. No. Because it's not as easy with Fraser to just answer it in the same way mm-hmm. by going, it's a cartoon. I know. But. Aha! It's TV! <laughs> there you go. That's how it happened. It's telly.
0: Mm-hmm. Magic of television.
1: A man can come from his home with no passport, no luggage, no plan, and be on a plane to Al <laughs> Yay. <laughs> the magic of television.
0: But anyway, Fraser's on the plane with us. It's going to be hitting it off fairly well.
1: Well... At first. At first. Where, <sighs> he gets. He's on the plane reading the magazine.
0: No, he's not. Is he not? No, not. I'm, I'm sure pretty sure they're sitting down as they episode starts oh yeah and that's yeah. they're sort of they're chatting and then the woman asks him what why he was going and instead of saying oh I it. it was a very last minute spur of the minute so decision thing he then decides to be brutally honest and talk about what happened with laura yeah laura and then basically oh when you said you were going to mexico i said "Oh, I'll tag along
1: so you just got on this plane
0: because of me yeah and he was immediately turns to the that's what way to say it's like yeah. sure you're lucky, usually this plane's really full. <laughs> so this plane at the end sleeps for her to go to. So basically, he scares this woman off. Yeah. And a woman behind him basically comes up and says, like, oh, nice, Do you think of a gesture that is like, I would be happy someone came to the airport for me. And that. Yeah. So Fraser, not one to talk like, overhead like that, like, looking back at her, needs to come around and sit between her and the sky that was there. <laughs> and, like, not even having a, because there's a space between them, doesn't even have any second thought, think. That man might be her boyfriend, or husband. He <laughs> just presumes and sits next to her, and he turns t- it. That is her husband. He like, excuse me, I've I forgot to order my kosher meal, <laughs> and then this woman lets him sit in a different like row that's yeah. empty. So the woman goes off. He's sitting on his own, and he's reading the magazine. So he's like, I'm assuming by this point he's thinking, so like, fuck, whatever. Have have? Yeah. Like now I'm going now I'm on a plane to Mexico, and the woman I was hoping to sleep with is now fucked off. Yeah, thinks I'm a creep. So then he's reading the magazine, and down sits Kelly, played by uh, C- a Celia Ward, I believe, or Celia Ward. Uh, that's, I'm just going out yeah. for her spell or spell. No, I don't know who she is. Uh, she's been in quite a few things actually, but none. Well, ah. that's one of the too many things to really know. her me, I know her from a house where she plays house's uh, ex-wife. Oh. And she also appeared. She had a brief run on uh, CSI New York for a while as well. Yeah, was yeah. she one of her peeps. Yeah, she's one of the main ones. I think one of the main female like cast members left. Was she, was she the one that ended up getting shot? Okay, remember? It's been ages since I fucking watched it. Well, right? anywho, anyway, but anyway, she I like, think it was one of the main female cast members left, and she came in as a pal of somebody else, maybe of uh, Gary Gary Sneeze's character, yeah. who again came, came in and was running for a good while. But then again, it's been ages since I watched CSI New York. True, been ages since I watched CSI. I I used to actually. I'm pretty sure CSI Miami, New York, and Vegas were always usually on, running at the same time. Yeah. Not on the I mean not me on the same night at the same day, but all running at the same time. So I used to watch all three of them. <laughs> there was a brief I was I loved CSI.
1: There was, there was one thing about CSI. If ever it comes on mm-hmm. or if ever I'm looking for something to watch that I haven't fucking watched a million times over, mm-hmm. generally you can put an episode of that on and be gripped by it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. It's a good show. Yeah. It's a solid show. Of course.
0: Anyway, moving and on. And
1: Horatio was the best detective leader did. Ginger <laughs> Guy was the best.
0: Yeah, that's from Miami, ain't it?
1: Yeah. I didn't like Grissom
0: as much. Really? Yeah. Ginger like- Guy was better. Anyway, that's that's where I know her from. So she's down and uh Fraser kinda keeps looking over at her and yeah, I think yeah. he recognises she's in like the magazine. And she then she's like, Yes, it's me. So you you know she's probably been in the same situation before, so she's yeah. trying to get ahead out because she doesn't know what Frazier's like. And uh, she said she actually recognizes his voice, but she doesn't know where she knows it from. And he says, "Yeah, and Doctor Frazier Green from the radio." Like honestly, I think I've lost count. By the way, oh, you can, if anyone can try and let me know how many times does some does Fraser introduce himself to somebody and they say what from the radio from <laughs> se- from all across all eleven seasons. Honestly, every time you watch a Fiji episode, take a drink if they say if they recognize him from the radio, because <laughs> Jesus, I I what? It's only when you watch it back. I'm looking at it like he's how how much of a reach did radio have back in the fucking nineties? A big reach. Like, didn't we still have televisions with a lot of channels back then?
1: But radio was just as important.
0: saying. Damn it. But anyway, so. They we were just chatting and then she talks about being a model and, uh, and yeah. that's why she's going to Mexico. I, like, I assume that's why you're going to Mexico. And i like, oh no, she's going for research purposes because she's a PhD candidate studying so like zoology and her main thing yeah. is looking at research in iguanas. <laughs> he goes, hmm, this is usually the part where I wake up. And they seem to be heading off and then Frazier immediately cuts to Frazier in a bed waking up. And then he, and it pans out and she's there with him. <laughs> so it looks like the trip to Mexico has worked out very well
1: for Frazier. And Fra- Frazier is lying in that bed looking exceptionally happy with himself. <laughs> But it's clearly
0: been a while for him. Yeah, he's like, I got some. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, I know what you're thinking. Last night, walking all on the sand and talking about looking up at the stars, and he goes, Actually, i was thinking about when that iguana ran across your foot and you jumped into my arms. <laughs> oh yes, you're very strong. Oh, I am a supermodel. <laughs> and then, so she say she asked Fraser. or oh, just he first says Frasier, would you really like to see more of me? There's more. more? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, she they wants to see more of each other when they get back to like Seattle and that. Yeah. But she mentions that she's in the middle of a breakup with a guy who plays for the Seahawks. Yeah. And she doesn't like she's been she's been in the public guide for being a model and also dating a football player. She just wants to keep it hush hush for now. Like she doesn't like the idea of like things getting out. Like, well, I don't know how much what they're really of getting out. I mean, Fraser's a local celebrity, but he's really. I think um, in the press's eyes, I think they might care more about the football player than Fraser. Yeah. Even with the reach as we talked about of radio, but like, and she just doesn't want like another relationship that's been like brought her into public eye. So yeah, she like the idea of like not she's not to tell anybody about them. Yeah. She seems very interested. She just doesn't want like there be a mess. Like she's also learning from her relationship with this football player. So when you really think of it, not a really unreasonable request no, on her part. No, I don't part. think so. I think it's this request that leads to the big problem with this episode. Yeah. So, like they decide that they're going to see each other again, but they're keeping it quiet. So, cuts back to the outside of the bus in KCL where uh, Bulldog's getting stuff at the machine, and uh, Rosie's like, "You seen Fraser? No, he's not back from the airport yet. No, and he like he goes on like two minutes. Mm. That's a lot of cheese and crackers. So, like I'm having people over tonight, <laughs> <laughs> and then Fraser just comes in. Like, where the hell are you, been? And, like, Froz is a bit annoyed that he's kind of late. Yeah. But then she's like, oh, like, after missing, missed her last minute. And then she's like, because obviously it was her that mentioned that she'd been to alcohol Al because she'd done some other thing. Mm. So she's like, oh, following that advice and all that. <laughs> like, and basically, Future is trying to avoid, like, talking about how, like, I don't want to kiss and tell or not. So he's yeah, trying yeah. to, like, be respectful, do what Kelly asked may to do. And basically, that just, I mean, I mean Bulldog and Ross believe, ah, I struck out, huh? Yeah, struck out, yeah. Like, do you know, like? does it ever occur to you that maybe I did meet somebody, I'm just being discreet, and they both just laugh? Like, again, <laughs> assuming that Fraser doesn't want to brag about it, Fraser is not, like, have they not learned that Fraser is not like everybody else, that so he doesn't, well, i guess he's not like himself. He did brag about three dates a wee were a few episodes ago. Yeah, so you you can't exactly say he's like chivalrous. But like, he doesn't, he's not always like that, though. Yeah. Like you oh, he can be a very private person I think sometimes it can be, so, you know, like, but I don't like the how the people they just laugh at him and like assume that he just missed out. Yeah. Like he also said to like, "It's because you were hit on by everything with a pulse when you went to Mexico." Doesn't mean. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it was the first time I visit. Oh yeah, I just went to see the Acapulco Philharmonic. <laughs> <laughs> Cut out to uh, the apartment, and uh, royal... Uh, Martin's doing his exercises with yeah. Daphne and he goes, like laying aside ten kicks each leg what does this do nothing for you here but it does get a nice breeze going <laughs> so he's lying and he's like kinda looking like a dog while he's lifting his leg yeah. and Mar- uh, Nails comes and then he sees his dad and like hello Eddie good boy dad <laughs> <laughs> he just says it's just so nonchalant yeah, and Martin's like right I'm done with that now and uh, the Fraser's in the shower and like Nails <clears> seems concerned about reaction actions like when we talked about how he it's natural for you to overthink things and overplan. Yeah. Kind okay, of like we've seen in that. So, and also kind of for First Esau, we talked about both crane boys overthinking pretty much every little thing. Yeah. So, it concerns Niles that Frazier would just get on a plane like that. You've know, never known to, known to get on a plane without reservations, luggage, plead mask. <laughs> like, he goes, I've seen this with my patients. You know, they go through. They had a bad time and they act out in rash, weird wash ways. That's <laughs> a say wash ways? I said... You did say wash ways. <laughs> like I'm developing a speech impediment here. Yep. I'm kind of stumbling over my words. Maybe anyway, if he just comes in with a glass of like port or something like that or Randy yeah. he, he's drooping he's got a towel over his head. <laughs> I don't know why he needs a towel he's not got that much hair to dry anyway. He still needs his towel, damn it. Look, I think all he needs to do is step out in the balcony for 10 seconds. There, he's, there he His hair dry. He still needs his towel. <laughs> Calm down. And uh, they're asking him, again, he's being quiet about the whole thing with Kelly. Yeah. And Martin again seems like, ah, struck out, huh? Like, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just saying, I feel bad for you. Like, don't, even like, don't feel bad for me. Like, <laughs> and I think Fridge way really to be annoyed because, like, they do kind of come across very condescending here. They and that do. is my big issue here. How, because Fridge gotten with very attractive women in the past. And some, especially, like, when it comes to Niles, like, Niles has seen he's gotten people of really high yeah. cultures, and, like, when he met the women at that benefit, yeah. very high-standing, like, upper-class women. But, like, and so the idea so you, of... Frasier, do you
1: feel that the characters are... you you Would you say that the rest of them are out of character?
0: Yeah, fairly, because, like, Frazier's yeah, had a string of bad luck and all that, and he was never the most horrible, but, like he's managed to get a track of women in the past. Yeah. And so, only, so it's, it's only seems to them, so I kind of feel that the story he's telling is true. Because also the idea of her being a model and the PhD going on, which he tries to explain, upon hearing it from somebody else other than her, mm. yeah, that is a bit hard to believe That In that respect, I get you. But, but right everything else, should... the way everyone kind of, even points they laugh at the idea of it, this t- yeah is really harsh. Like, Fraser, I get you on that. So Fraser, like explains... Like she happens to be a very famous supermodel, and he mentions the break up with her. Yeah. So he asked me to keep it quiet. But I asked you to re- not to repeat this to anyone, and then Nails just goes, "I encourage you to do the same thing." <laughs> like you think I'm lying, don't you? Like I'm, I'm, I'll prove it to you. And he goes to get proof, and uh, like Martin and <laughs> Nails both laugh. Basically, are like this is laughable and all yeah. that, and like he you- comes walking back in with the magazine picture. Oh, before that though, uh, yeah. <laughs> Martin so Martin and Nails immediately think he's nuts. Yeah. Daphne for a while, for like the briefest point, think still has some faith in him. You're like, Why'd well, you I'd never known Dr. Crane to lie? And they're like, look, not without precedent He used to have four from Larry Bernstein and say they were Pen Pal. Yeah, remember, remember that? Just remember when he used to run in going, got another one from Lenny Although of course when he said his Broadway debut was Carbo, when everybody knows it was on the town, that's when we knew it was a fake. Yeah, that's that's what gave it away. Slabby Kid riding was also a clue.
1: <laughs> but then he comes running back in with the magazine page and yeah. Daph- Daphne has a very funny line here, I find. Huh. Well, he comes in, he goes, look, and she, she takes a look at it and he's like, oh, look, a picture,
0: yeah, that proves it all right. No, that's, that's a bit later on. Oh, is that later on? But like, I remember there was a point where he mentions her name and uh, I can't remember her second name, but like, Daphne goes, oh, a lot of people say I look like her. Oh, really? And Fraser kind of is like, like, I uh, right.
1: Kelly Easterbrook.
0: Yeah. I think so, yeah. That's it. But like, I think you can kind of see where they come from on this side because, to Fraser's credit, if he had managed to somehow get a photo of him and her together while they were away, yeah. that would have been proof enough, I think. But the fact that he just so happened to have a magazine picture because a magazine picture doesn't prove that they're in a It just no. proves he knows who she is. Yeah. So And that that
1: in itself does seem a
0: bit creepy. Like, look, see, I've got a picture
1: of her. Look, see?
0: Yeah, kind of does. Very null thing to do. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and uh, this is when Daphne decides she doesn't believe him because, like, he walks away and goes, snapped like a twig, didn't he? (laughs) So then Fraser's in Cafe Nervosa. He's on the phone here. He didn't realise she was in town, so he arranges to meet up with her for lunch. Yeah. And then he's on the phone making reservations as they come in, as Martin... Daphne yeah. and uh, Nails, and like oh really? And like he's going off like you know she be, she's been she worked out quite a first she's been in Hawaii and all that and he was like poor that well even a fake supermodel would have would have yeah. dumped him by now yeah and like you know when he when he had this Leonard Bernstein obsession like when we confronted him he, he was all happier about they didn't have to keep up the straight. this is what we need to do from now like and then again this overly harsh. <laughs> Now Martin goes, he doesn't even get this full sentence out before he starts laughing. Like, maybe we will show up there and maybe there will be a gorgeous Super Mario draped over Fraser. And he, even while he, he couldn't get that laughing, they were all laughing, like, oh, we could use a good laugh. <laughs> like, stop acting like dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Fr- I just feel bad for Frasier in this episode. <laughs> I think, again, again, it's just a changing character for these people just to further the plot of the episode. I get the idea, like, not believing them, but, like, you don't have to be...
1: I, can, I can't you do don't feel- have. <laughs> I kind of
0: feel like you want to go
1: over to Fraser and grab him by the shoulders, take him away. Go, it's all right, man. No like cunts. It's fine, <laughs> I know. I got your
0: back, man. Like I know, obviously they have the way they orchestrate the episode to, you keep they just keep just missing her like yeah. they do at the restaurant. Again, it's well well timed for like well written and all that to help further the story. It's just the way these main characters are acting, <sighs> and then Kelly comes to the restaurant to tell Fraser that she can't. Yeah, uh, can't stay because she's a problem with her. She needs to move these eggs and that. Broke. Yeah, so she needs to move them to another. Chamber yeah. and that She needs to go now. It's an emergency and that. And uh, okay, we'll catch up with you later. And he's just, so he decides to stay, to stay and have a bit of caviar and a, a bit, bit of, of caviar wine. Caviar and what not. <laughs> I do. I do like definitely because they show up and just see Friedrich Union by himself and they obviously think again he's still delusional. Yeah. and And definitely, like, my God, nobody's bought me caviar. And I'm real. No. And they just look at her like. <laughs> maybe this is a family thing <laughs> like hey Fraser and then like oh you just missed her and all that and then again also the timing that he happened to show up again as she's just left yeah it just helps add further fuel to their like speculation that he's gone mental yeah and then uh, goes like listen Fraser like we love you we don't have to keep pretending like we I actually think I made this woman up like like we don't like we love you no matter what me, Niall, Daphne Leonard Bern- no, Bernstein I knew you'd throw that back in my face like like, and he goes, she got she got called away in an emergency. That would be a modeling emergency. And again, fucking Nails, I don't like his twin in this bit. <laughs> oh, that would be a modeling emergency? Like, how do you know that's not an actual personal emergency here? Yeah. But then again, he doesn't think this woman's real. Yeah. But, you know, I just don't like, I don't like a lot about this episode. Okay. I, I, know. I know. I'm, I'm running away Waste. how to describe it. But then uh, there's a bit where he just explains the whole geology part of it. Yeah. And then there's was just a pause and then Martin just puts his hand and he's like, We, we love, love you, you, son. And just storms off. <laughs> and then uh, he shows up as Kelly's there. She was going to leave him a note but then she also sees him there. Yeah. I managed to move them, all my eggs to another chamber. Huh. I hope you didn't put them all in one basket. <laughs> Why does everyone think that's funny? <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> and so she talks about how she got so like did they go on a research team to the Galapagos Islands? Yeah. But she'll be away for two months and she leaves in the morning. Frazier feels sad because that might mean their friendship ended sooner than they hoped. But then they end up uh, sleeping together so yeah. they, they have one thing... Well, they hope they'll have one nice memory to yeah, remember this like, by. Yeah, and they so would have had Frasier not gone insane. Now, I know this leads to them eventually seeing Kelly and eventually realising that Frazier was telling the truth, yeah. right? But... I think I think it's just as well that it ended the way it did because if Kelly just if they didn't like see Kelly before she left <laughs> and Fraser may or not may, may, may not have just moved on and accepted that she was gone and like that it wasn't gonna work out. Yeah. They would still would have assumed that he was nuts or and that he just finally just decided to move on. Yeah. So so at least this helped prove that Fraser wasn't insane. What well, not fully, yeah. yeah not to not the extent fully. not to the extent he made it up, he's just a bit mental. Yeah. Just a bit mental. So, so Frazier's lying there. She's asleep. And Frazier feels that this is a problem opportunity to get a photo of them together. Because cause he needs proper photographic proof that this is actually real. Yeah. But you have to think that the flash would probably wake her up. Come on. And the noise. Like, but also, you get a bit of good, like, non like, mostly physical comedy or something like that yeah. of him casually... Sneaking out, getting the camera, and sneaking back into position. Like <laughs> no, no words were spoken. Just all in the actions.
1: Or do you know he could have woke her up? Mm-hmm. He could have woken her up and said something like, "I want to get a nice picture of us before you go away." Being sweet
0: about it. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to be creepy. I know. And then he takes it, and then she wakes up, and he immediately hides the camera. So at first, it, it looks like he's got away, but she can hear like, the photo being kind of yeah. printed out. And she sees it and she goes mental, like the idea of taking a photo of her while sleeping it seems all creepy. Oh, rightfully so, she rightfully is pissed so. off. Rightfully so, I mean,
1: you don't, I don't think anyone would appreciate someone taking pictures of them whilst they're
0: sleeping. Mm-hmm. And then also, she, she assumes she was you. going to show it to people or try and sell it. Yeah. because that's paranoia based on the fact that she is, a, she is in the public eye and all that. Yeah. And like, what are you going to do, show it to your friends, pass it around the office? No, no just my no, immediate family. He's try a reason why they're in. Just as she, like, she can't keep pressing the elevator, but it's taking too long. She wants to get away from Fraser, but she's able to go around the side to go up the stairs. Just as the elevator door opens and they're coming out. Like, she's mister, you he went to the stair. When the stairs, like, you can catch her if you want. Martin walks up. to <laughs> like, I mean, he's he's he's, he's up. He's like,
1: come on Fraser, let's get you back inside. I am not crazy.
0: I am dating a super as well." Oh, right that. Oh, how could I forget it's probably oh. one of Frasier's best lines of the episode from not the best and he says that in the restaurant the like there's nothing wrong with going to Acapulco and coming back empty handed but I didn't come back empty handed I, came back, I with,
1: came back with two, two huge handfuls."
0: <laughs> like I am dating a certain just
1: who is going to the global new islands to inseminate iguanas is that so
0: hard to believe he said, as he said like, he just crumples and starts crying <laughs> And to them, it seems like he's finally accepting Correct. that. Because I think even he's realised, even though he knows it's real, he's realising how, saying it out loud, how silly and how crazy it sounds to yeah. other people. And just that moment, Kelly comes storm back in <coughs> and then sees them, like, oh, look, an audience and then starts yelling at them and starts ripping, like, the thing out of the camera. Yeah. And calls the one that we way. I've seen a clock under a lot of rock and seen a lot of scaly creatures. You are the slimiest yeah. thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and just storms off. And features just casually stands back up. Well...
1: What do you think of me now?
0: <laughs> I know, like, even though he should be ashamed of himself, because she's now vindicated uh, and proved that he wasn't, he was telling the truth. Like, he suddenly all, you. he's suddenly, still just like, ah, what do you think now? Yeah. <laughs> told you. But the thing is, al- their expression doesn't change all that much. No, I, was, I was, I was hoping for more shock, like. I wanted that scene to continue another minute just to get their proper reaction. Do you want them
1: to have a proper reaction so you could sit there along with Frasier and go, Ha see, he told
0: you. I was hoping for some vindication here. <laughs> like, I feel for Frasier. And so that it's a really weird end credit thing because it doesn't make any sense. Go on. He's just lying there and Eddie's in the bed and he's looking his face. And Frasier looks like he's going to kick Eddie out of the bed. But he just like ah oh, fuck it, he just leaves it out of there and let's say continue looking at his face. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't tie into anything else in the episode. No, it's just <laughs> odd. And I, I must make two points. And I, and I'm sorry if I was repeating myself. By the way, during this episode, but talking about why I don't like it, but like No, know it's just so it just seems all okay, some out of character for males, like cause for Ma- all of them. Yeah because well, oh, the, then we had the bit the oh you're right point two wine glasses that was the bit you were talking about the, yeah, yeah. oh that proves it and then she gives us like concern he like, yeah. you believe this guy he's, yeah. he's went mental look
1: there are two wine glasses that proves it alright <laughs> <laughs> snide looks 101
0: I know, you know?
1: check the it <laughs> <laughs> but no two points I'll make one I know it may have seemed like I was a little silent on that one but first point I didn't want to Step on your toes, and on that one you seemed to like. You had a whole focused rant about that one.
0: It was an episode-wide rant.
1: Yeah, and two, I like I say, I was a little busy today, so I'd only seen a few of them, okay. and had a few of them to memory, mm-hmm. you know. And let's see, that's not one I watch a
0: lot. I I probably would have watched this back. If- I watched it when I was watching the full series yeah, like back yeah. when I first got the box it. Yeah. I think it's maybe the first time I've probably watched the full episode back since Since Because also I need to for purposes of chronology yeah. if we're going through it. It's so not it's not when I would go out of my way to watch it because I don't really like it that all that much. Yeah, yeah, you're kinda iffy about that one. It's so, a, it's an okay concept for an episode, but again, I just don't like the character way the characters act. So you kinda are you rating so this where, one down to middling? I'm between middling to them because obviously a lot of it is my own thing, but like yeah. I'm keeping it not familiar for them because, again, the premise is decent. It's just how, again... How it's, uncharacteristically it's, it, it, all that... We've talked before, characters somehow change, do something out of character, mainly because it's for the purposes of furthering the plot of the episode, and then it's completely, like, completely different in another episode down the line or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So, like... yeah, it no, just I seems, get you. The characters do seem very odd... Very un... un... And, plus, and plus I'm not grateful because I like the idea of like how they, how they just flow from the end of season 4 or any of this episode. Yeah. Like, keeping the whole plotline going. Like and I love how... But I don't get how, again, how Niles is surprised about Fraser acting rash when the whole purpose of him going to the airport on, when he was one of the people vocally telling him to go yeah. was to do something impulsive. Hm. So, like, what what changed, Niles? <laughs> Further for stangling ever close to a down, but I'm keeping it a meddling to down. Nah. What what are you? What are you? I'm meddling. You're thundering up. Yeah, because like, it's not as, even without that. It's not as if it's like the greatest episode. Because, and I know usually we would argue against me. It's enjoyable like an episode, and the other one doesn't. But yeah. like, it's not as if this is there's much that you can really argue against. you, it's
1: it's rare that both of us have had a a rating we both agree on a meddling. Mm. You know. Yeah, my mind's yeah, is dying. You're
0: precariously like, on that tight rope of down. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what a good album title that would be. Tight rope of down. That would be a great album name. That would be a great Stoner album. Mm-hmm. I could get Pat high and to that album. Patent pending. Patent
1: yeah. pending. <laughs> Sours. Leave it. Because <laughs> <laughs> because we, we hear somebody with that name, we're going to know it was you. And we're going to sue. Because we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have made money any other way. Oh, speaking of note. First, hire lawyers. <laughs> yes.
0: Mental note, the girl knows too much. <laughs> if I had a lawyer, I would sue you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> if I hadn't packed away my pencil, shower, I'd give you such, such a stabbing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I had packed away my letter opener, I'd have given you <laughs> such a stabbing. <laughs> anyway. So. If you want to vote for me, a guy who has served his community, or vote for this sleazy lunatic.
0: Simpson wins in landslide. <laughs> but right. I know it seems like a weird way it ended after we talked so positively about season four. But honestly, like we had to get that episode kind of out of the way, and I wanted to do this with the other two episodes because of the way it just flows into each other. Yeah. But honestly, like it'll get better from here because episodes two, three, like six, like the next five or six episodes that we've got to talk about, in my opinion hit after hit after hit good one after good one so I think
1: season starts out episodes are shit mm-hmm. the rest solid
0: especially because uh, I didn't realise there were three episodes that were always on like channel 4 yeah. I would watch it you seen know, once or twice before like probably watching the series start to finish and I didn't realise at the time because they never usually tell you what episodes or what season they were from. but yeah. most of them were usually later episodes they were there in this midpoint like season 5, 6 mm. or they were randomly like, season 10 or 11 episodes <laughs> that would air But, so, I didn't realise until actually watching them where they were actually placed. So, a couple of these episodes that we're going to talk about are episodes that I would have seen before. Yeah. On Channel 4. So, I have fond memories of them. But, just overall, as episodes, I think they're way better than what we have for this last episode.
1: Do you know, if, like me, you you now have the box set anyway. Of course, yeah. So, when you watch it on TV, you can usually tell what season it is right away by the colour coding on the Frasier.
0: yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we've... Yeah. The, the word Fraser comes up, of it course, comes yeah. up whatever colour, and you go, oh, that's season, that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember I would I could always tell what season it was, depending on Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer's hair, because I knew it was either, <laughs> I knew it was like an early season, I didn't realise when the cut off was until I got the box set, but I knew it was one of the first couple of seasons, if he had that weird long bit at the back of his hair, but, but if it, it was properly like, yeah, like proper Kelsey Grammer, then, also, did you watch the trailer I sent you, by the way, the other day? Which Oh, for the film, my money playing starring Kelsey Grammer and Edge. I haven't watched that yet, either. You should. It could, by all means, be the biggest piece of crap you've ever seen. Because it's also got Denise Richards and Thomas Jane in it. Oh, I've seen that,
1: but the only reason I haven't watched it yet is because I'm lazy.
0: Yeah, but like, it could be the biggest piece of crap ever. But I'm gonna find a way to watch it, and it's I want got you- Thomas Jane in it. I want you to find a way to watch it. And I want to do an episode on this. Fine, we will do that. Because, you know, we talk about wrestling and we talk about Frazier, but very rarely
1: do they come together. Very, very rarely do we have the like, opportunity to merge them.
0: Mm-hmm. Because uh,
1: no, no one ever, ever... Oh, well, I was going to say wrestling and movies, but that's a big thing. I was going to say no one wants to talk about the chaperone.
0: <laughs> no one should ever talk about the chaperone. <laughs> I mean, because, like, I've noticed online... For sharing these episodes out. There's actually more of a crossover between people who are fans of wrestling and Fraser than we'd expect. Because also, we like both of them. Yeah. So I, was, so I wasn't sure just how many. And it, it is more than you'd expect, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, mean, I can share Frazier episodes and Frasier exclusive episodes that we do in wrestling group chats. It doesn't always work out when I try to share wrestling episodes in a Frazier chat. <laughs> but that's just the way it is. Yeah. But, well... I don't really want to close with the Frasier music because we do that I do that every time we do with, like a Fraser exclusive episode like this, but can you think of any other music that we can close this out with? Because I'll put Fraser the like, Fraser music at the start, but I want to close with something else. because
1: Want to close with something else? Let me
0: think. Basically, basically, also if you don't you disagree with like my opinions of like the last episode that we talked about, then do let us know again. That onto our ISP rambling net at SCOMCLINE 1986 and on Facebook, facebook.com, forward slash and podcast, poor and be sure to look back on more other Frasier reviews, the other ones that you might disagree on.
1: Why why don't we end the show with Frasier's rendition of Buttons and Bows? <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to find it. If you can, though. Or if I can't. Well, if you can't, then I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your help. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I can't think of anything. For the end of
0: freezer episode, apart from pu- perhaps some classical music, know, yeah, I think it's a thing, Yeah, at the time of recording this, I have not thought of anything. But by the time, but a few minutes, you'll hear what I eventually choose. And it'll more likely be a ah fuck it decision. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it'll be the three. It'll be the freezer theme. <laughs> it won't be the freezer.
0: <laughs> the Cheers theme. Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know how to end this really right now, because I've enjoyed talking about it, but I think I'm all talked out about because I was so passionate about that last you episode. You were,
1: you were very, you had a lot to get off your chest on that one. I did, yeah. All
0: the characters were bastards. Oh, I forgot the thing I was going to say earlier, so I'll just, I'll do that for the ending, like. Go on then. So I've, I've done all the we're, we're plugs and all that, and I'll figure the music out later. But, uh, Paul, I'm trying to think. Because I know we've got other things we want to do eventually. We want to eventually get back to Impact and the, the in-your-house stuff we've been doing. But yeah, uh-huh. I'm going to hold off just a bit. I've got an idea for next week. Something that we've, we've done before. Go on. And a lot of people seem to be doing that. We've done quite a few of them recently. If we we've got more than planned. And everybody seems to be doing them as part of a lockdown. Now, I know we might be behind, but we've been away. So. Bite it. Bite us. <laughs> so, Paul, do you fancy doing a quiz next week? Yes, <laughs> I will win. What is the quiz? I haven't say. I was just going to make it a mixture of various things. Cool. I will various win. various things that we're into. So, phaser wrestling. Let's try and figure out some other things as well. Movies, movies. Let's do. Let's do a couple of different rounds and come up with. See, I'll come up with this many questions. You come up with this many questions. We'll quiz each other. Eventually we're gonna have to bring a third party in to come up with the questions themselves, but you know.
1: Yeah, eventually, but, but we can't be after right how about this? How about this, Right? Hmm. We'll do six rounds. Okay. Right. Six, five question rounds. Well, then five each. I like, ask you five. You ask me five. Or well, we'll we'll figure that out as we go. Right. <laughs> but I'll I will cut I will do three categories, and mm-hmm. well, then you'll decide fee? You. I'll decide the category. All right. Right. Because we've got to figure out some way to do this so we don't fucking... No one knows the answers to this shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? But I'll I'll come up with questions. Mm-hmm. Ones that I don't know mm-hmm. right off, you know? Or... We'll figure this shit out, yeah, you know? Well,
0: we should talk about this more off-air. I just want to put the concept across to you trying yeah. to build some intrigue for quiz Because we've done quizzes before. I won both the rest of the quizzes we've done before. You won the Fusure quiz. Yes, I did. I, I know you won it quite easily, but... May I point out, in current of quizzes we've done, it's still 2 to 1 to me. Yeah, but I absolutely scold you on that Frasier quiz. Because I underestimated you, I will not do that again. Yeah,
1: underestimated me on that little phone game too, and I beat your ass on that one. Ha ha!
0: Still haven't responded to the last game I invited you to. No, I need to reinstall it again. Well, stop uninstalling it then. <laughs> Good lord. Anyway then. There's a whole other issue here. We'll, it we'll was figure,
1: slowing my phone down.
0: By the time we get to the next episode, we'll have figured out the uh, the rules and we'll explain to you, then to you at the start of the next episode. So until next time, when I hopefully kick Paula's ass, <laughs> we'll see you next time.
2: Bye. Who am I to ignore the, the dozens of phone calls that have come in requesting my signature piece? rather charming little ditty that I first sang three years ago on Classic Western Movie Week. So without further ado, I give you buttons and bows from Paleface. Bye Strope. East is east, and west is west, and the wrong one I have chosen. Let's go where you'll keep on wearing those da da da's, bobbadoes, things and buttons and buttons and bows. Don't bury me with the pipping pea, sounding la la la. Let's all go to a taco show and a house such an impressive long line of you're like buttons and bows. I love you in buckskin La-da-da-da-da-da-da Everybody! My bones denounce the fearful trounce And la-la-la-la mold grows grows But a, soose, a palm upon capoose And a pet-a-ha and penny You look bubbly, buttons and bones